At General Mills, our table is your table, and we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity. Get fast, reliable internet for any budget. Now qualifying customers can get Xfinity internet free through the Affordable Connectivity Program. That's right, free high-speed internet from Xfinity. And Internet Essentials customers can get equipment included at no extra cost. Get started today. We change our minds every day. About a million things a day. This is no different. You can't be afraid to be wrong. You can't be afraid to say, you know what? I'm just gonna rethink this thing. People are not dying getting the vaccine. Um, I, I better rethink this thing. I'm gonna go call my doctor and, and have a discussion one more time. It is okay to change your mind. Financial freedom, it's within everyone's reach. And this key shows you how to build prosperity and generational wealth for your family on Becoming the Bank. Hello. I'm just going to start smiling the first couple seconds of all of these because um, whenever you see my broadcast, my face is always like I'm talking so intently. Um, I am pretty animated. My name is Anissa Keys with Becoming the Bank. If you're tuning in for the first time this week, this is a podcast that shares biblical principles and practices that help me to become a generational wealth builder. Uh, this is not a how-to podcast, but a becoming podcast. Okay, so you become a generational wealth builder. You become someone who is financially free. Now, wealth building is a challenge. You can't expect to get there overnight, but I have found that the only way to do it successfully and effectively is by learning biblical principles and practices. The word has helped me to become somebody completely different when I'm dealing with my finances. I've changed how I look at, how I deal with, and how I manage all the resources I have coming into me. And I have become a bank, a financial resource to my family, my sphere of influence, and to my community. Okay, so in the word of God, language regarding farming and agricultural analogies and references are used all the time. We are now in a season, a series called Sowing and Reaping. We're going to be in this series for a while. There's a lot to unpack. So we're on the sixth part. If you guys like the sixth part. If you guys want to see the, the, the other ones, you can go back and listen um, through one through five now. Um, and there's probably going to be probably about six more. We're about halfway through the series. So please go back. There's a lot of value. There's a lot of wisdom in those older podcasts. The basic premise, right, is to sow, which means to plant a seed. And planting a seed with regards to finances is simply put investing time, resource, energy into something. So I say time resource, energy. They are all commodities. They are invaluable commodities. What does that mean? Is it means that you can't put sort of like a particular quantifiable measurement on them, right? And so to invest them is to expect something out of them. So, right. So then when you reap, which means to gather a crop, you're actually hoping to get something back as a result of what you have sown in. So that we call that a harvest, right? But there is more to sowing and reaping than just planting a seed, waiting, and then collecting the harvest, right? There's much, much more. So in this series of sowing and reaping, 
I think as we jump in of the most important of all of the things that I have talked about thus far. So y'all got to lean into this because this is a really, really big one. When you think about, right, how to like plant in specific soil and how to stay out of other soil. That's what we talked about in previous um, podcasts, right? And then also I talked about how to sow consistently and regularly so that you can reap consistently and regularly. That's another one we talked about. We also talked about just last week about pulling weeds, right? So you got plants that you are putting in the seeds that you're putting into the ground. You're hoping that a harvest gets created. And most of the things I've talked about is the work that you put in, right? The impact of sort of your wisdom, your behaviors, your responses to things. And those are super important. Your investment is very important. However, the truth is the only way that you see a harvest is if God makes it rain. Listen, I got, this is super important. And, and I need you again to lean in, right? The only way that you see a harvest is if God makes it rain. Okay, this is imperative. And the difference between someone that tries really hard to get something done or have something based on their good deeds, right? Like if I just do the right thing, right? If I just work hard enough, if I persevere through the hard times, yes, 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 all of that is important. But listen, ultimately, there is still no guarantee of a harvest. Why? Because you are still relying on God to have to make it rain. Okay, listen, there is a story that I absolutely love where I feel like will exemplify this message wholly, right? There's this guy, his name is Honey. They call him Honey the Circle Maker. And, and some of you may have already heard about him. Maybe you even know where I'm going. But if you don't know, I'm going to give you a little bit of the story. Okay. So in the story, people come to Honey because he's known for his praying. He's known to be a person that God listens to because he prays so intently. So all the people come and there's a huge drought and they really need rain. So they come to Honey and they're like, hey, Honey, will you pray to God for us? Pray that he brings rain. Okay. Right. So he gets, he tells everybody like, first off, which is the best part of the story. He's like, okay. Cause he already knows what kind of God he serves. Right. He already has seen his God show up. I'm assuming all of this is true because he tells the people go out and like bring everything outside. That's going to get wet and get ruined. Bring it inside. Like I know rain is coming. Like I know who my God is. Right. I'm paraphrasing, but that's the first thing he tells them to do before he even gets started praying. I mean, the faith. Right. Of like, yeah, go get the stuff that we don't want to get wet. Bring that inside. And then he prays. Right. But it doesn't rain. What did he do? He goes outside. He draws a circle and then he stands inside the circle before God. And he says, oh, Lord, Lord of the world, your children have turned their faces to me for I am like a son of the house before you. I swear by your great name that I will not stare from here until you have pity on your children. Now, stir from here. I'm sorry. Stir from here. Move from here. I'm not leaving this circle until you make it rain. Now, <laughs> I, I, I don't know about you guys, right? But like, I'm just kind of imagining. He draws this circle outside. He's inside of the circle and now he's already prayed and it didn't rain. Now he's inside the circle and he's like demanding God to make it rain, saying, I'm not going to move from outside this circle until you make it rain. Now, listen, 
rain begin falling drop by drop. This is so good. Okay. Guess what Honey says? He says, uh, I didn't pray for this rain. <laughs> he says, not for such rain have I prayed. Like, I didn't pray for no drip drops. Like, Lord, don't send me no, no little bit of change. Don't send me no little bit of opportunities. Don't, don't say, oh, you know, I bless you, you know, with this little bit, right? He says, I prayed to fill cisterns. I prayed to fill pits. I prayed to fill caverns, right? So he's like clarifying to God, I didn't pray for this little bit, which means I'm still not moving from my circle. Then it began to rain with violence. It began to rain with violence. And he said, okay, I didn't pray for this rain either, right? I didn't pray for you to hurt me. I prayed for rain of goodwill, of blessing and graciousness. And then the rain went in moderation until the Israelites had to go up from Jerusalem to the Temple Mount because of the rain. They went into him and said, just as you prayed for rain to come, pray for this rain to go away because we got enough. Listen, this is a critical lesson in wealth building. You really, mm, 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 mm. you don't really build wealth, okay? Listen, you do the work, you activate your faith, you sow, you nurture, but God is the builder. So we're in a session, I know we're talking about wealth building, right? And so the assumption is, is that you build the wealth. Uh, no, right? You do all of the components that bring everything to the table that God needs, right? Not that he needs, but that are important and that he says are important, right? So you're obedient, right? You're faithful over what you have, but God builds, right? He's the one that gives the increase. So you have to really learn how to rely on God to water what you have sowed. That's a big deal because oftentimes you think that it's your behaviors, your responses, right? Your actions. And then if you do these things, you will create a harvest. Ultimately, there needs to be a significant dependence on God to make it rain. He gives the increase. Okay, listen, perfect example. Really, really early, right? In my experiences as a business owner and slash a commercial building owner, right? I have purchased my first building and around the same time, I'm also having my house built, right? Money is going out everywhere. I mean, like there's no return in sight, like money just going left and right. And I don't know about y'all, but I, I get a little anxious um, when money, when I spend large amounts of money, but I get really anxious when I can see it leaving. Like I'm just writing checks, right? And I can see my my bank account diminishing and going lower. I don't care how much is in there. It, going lower is going lower. <laughs> getting smaller is getting smaller, right? So I'm sewing day in and day out, but there is no return. It was not raining. You understand? It was not raining. On top of that, I had to increase my staff in my business, right? And we have this crazy revenue cycle. And the revenue cycle is kind of like this idea of like, okay, I provide a service on this day, right? And then we have to bill for it. And then we have to wait to bill for it. And then we finally get our money back. And every business has a revenue cycle, right? Mine is like 30 to 90 days because we bill mostly insurance companies. So we're doing work day in and day out, but we don't see the return of that for months. Which also means then if my providers or my staff is doing work, I have to pay them, right? So I'm paying them for money that I don't even know when I'm going to get it or how long I'm going to take it. So it could be 30 days, it could be 60, it could be 90. We could not get it at all sometimes depending upon the populations we serve, right? And so again, this is one of those times, right, where I'm waiting for the Lord to replenish my bank account. 
I'm waiting for what I have sowed into, right? To, for there to be a harvest, but there's nothing that I can do anything different than what I was doing except for wait and be faithful over what I had. So I knew that despite my good intentional sewing, but you know, despite the fact that um, I was making great decisions, right? Um, despite the fact that I was being um, ambitious in my sewing, I had to still rely on God to create the increase. This is an important concept of sowing and reaping because you have to control that you, I mean, you have to have the understanding that you have control over what you plant. You have a control over when you plant it. You have control over where you plant it and what soil you put it in and what you can pull out of the soil. Right. But you can even provide some of the water and some of the nutrients. But guess what? You need God to do the real watering. He is the one that truly provides the increase. So how do you become someone that relies on God for the watering? Someone who doesn't lose faith while waiting on him to provide it, right? And someone that understands the concept of God providing the increase. Here's three ways. I always give you guys three because it's easy, easy to remember, easy to practice. And remember, this is not a how-to podcast. This is a becoming. So one of the first ways is you become faithful. Listen, God is already faithful, (laughs) right? You become faithful. You become faithful over what you have. You become faithful over the instruction God has given you and you become faithful to God. Okay. Now, listen, I know we're not right. As faithful as God will never be as faithful. God is, but God honors our faithfulness. The word said, if you steward, right? A little, he'll give you more. If you forgive others, then he'll forgive you. There's something that God requires of us and he responds, right, to our faithfulness in that, right? There should be a desire already to be like Christ. And I think the more you honor your commitment to God, the more he takes pleasure in honoring his promises and his commitment to you. Okay, number two, right? You have to become like Honey right? you got to draw a circle and pray. So again, going back to this is not about doing something. This is about becoming something. The difference between somebody who's doing something is they'll pray, right? The difference between somebody who's doing something is they'll pray. Becoming something is they become a prayer, right? They become someone who prays all the time, not someone who will just pray. So like Honey, he was a prayer, right? And so to become, right, a generational wealth builder, you have to be a prayer. That means that you don't just pray at hard times. That means you pray before they come and you pray after, right? So listen, he, now listen, if if you think about Honey specifically, right, he got into that circle and he told God, I ain't moving until you make it pray, until you make it rain, right? And the word tells us to do the same thing. It tells us to pray without ceasing, right? So that means you always need to be praying, That means you need to become someone who prays all the time. You become a prayer, not just somebody who prays, right? So so God asks us and he puts it in the word and he says, like, if you you ask, you have not because you ask not, right? So you have to plant the seed and you have to show God where the source is by asking him to bless it, right? You have to make sure he knows that you know that the only way things are going to grow is if he makes them grow. And you want him to be clear that you know he is capable of all things and that he pays attention to our little and big requests. And so you can ask him to make one seed grow or you can ask him to make 50,000 and then you watch him work. All right. Number three, last one. You have to become someone that doesn't settle for less. So Honey is so dope. 
because it rained for some, like it rained some, right? And then, you know, he was like, uh, that's not what I asked for, Lord, right? But think about us sometimes. Sometimes the Lord will give us a little bit or sometimes we'll be blessed with a little bit and we'll be like, oh, that's cool. Hmm. You know, even though you know that you serve a limitless God, <laughs> we know that we serve a God who works in abundance and he's and who has more than enough. Right. And so I am thinking about who God is and thinking, why would I settle for less than what he has the ability to give me? Why would I ask him something and then not allow him to show his greatness? right? I want to see you glorified, Lord, right? When you're right. I want to see the vastness of who you are, Lord, right? And in, in what you can create in your working amazing powers, right? So think about when you are asking the Lord for something, not to settle for less than who you know God to be, unless you don't know him to be a God that, um, you know, can do amazing things that can do the impossible. And the truth is we don't all know him to be that. Right. Um, some people just serve, just think that we serve a good enough God, right. Or, um, just getting by God. Um, and the truth is the God you, you see is the God you get. So if that's the God you serve, then unfortunately that's probably what you'll ask for and what you'll expect. And then you'll stop praying. Um, and you'll get out of the circle and you'll accept the raindrops which is unfortunately, I'm praying that something you heard today, right? Sparks in you to be something to become something different, right? A prayer like Honey, right? Somebody who doesn't settle for less and somebody who is faithful over the little that God blesses them with. I'm praying that you heard something today that blessed you and that will continue to grow you in this path of generational wealth building. My hope is that you become a blessing and a resource to your family your sphere of influence, and your community. This is Becoming the Bank with Anissa Keys. I'll see you next time. Check back next week for more of Anissa's Kingdom Principles to Live a Prosperous Life. To find previous episodes of Becoming the Bank, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Children's Minnesota, the leader in specialized health care for kids, is here to raise awareness, standards, the bar, the stakes, the question, the curtain. On raising kids' health to the highest priority, kids need equal access to health care, more pediatric expertise, a voice for change. Kids need us, all of us. So let's raise them up. Children's Minnesota, the kid experts. OutSchool provides live online classes for kids. They offer academic classes as well as interest-based classes. The topics are so cool. Everything from art and fitness to physics, mindfulness, food, history. A lot of these topics are things that are not taught in your regular school. Check out their amazing classes. Your kids are going to love it. time with my family, especially when my mom lets us help with cooking. We always have a good time mixing eggs and cutting the crust off bread for sandwiches. But I had no idea that eggshells and breadcrumbs could be recycled. Do you know that 20% of trash is food waste? But there is something we can do to get that number down. Ramsey County has a program that lets us recycle food. That's right. I gather up banana pills, orange pills, and meat scraps that I can find. Then once a week, I drop them off at 
Ramsey County Food Scrap Collection site, where it gets turned into compost for gardening, landscaping, and more. It doesn't cost my mom a dime, and I feel like I'm doing my part to save the planet. Recycling is for everyone, and it's easy to do. Just log on to RamseyRecycles.com to find out more. For millions of Americans, the pandemic impacted our financial situations, and a lot of people lost their jobs. But that should not mean you have to lose your house if you can't pay for your mortgage. Listen, no need to feel ashamed if you missed a payment or two or three, because there's a local organization that's willing to help you get caught up on those payments so you can keep your home. Let me tell you about the Minnesota Home Ownership Center. It's a nonprofit whose sole purpose is to prevent you from going into foreclosure. The Minnesota Home Ownership Center has a network of organizations around the state to review everything with you, explain your options, and then advocate for you to get the help you need. And get this, they won't charge you because it's all free. Check out hocmn.org or give them a call at 651-410-1086 to set up an appointment. You worked hard to get into that house. Let Minnesota Home Ownership Center help you stay in it. At Huntington, we've been asking ourselves, can we make it easier to avoid overdraft fees? And we can. Now, if you're overdraft at Huntington by $50 or less, you won't be charged an overdraft fee. And if you're overdrawn by more than $50, you have time to fix it with 24-hour grace. Why would a bank do that? Just to help people out. That's how we reinvent banking. Huntington, welcome. Your account will be closed if it is negative in any amount for 60 days. Learn more at Huntington.com slash safety zone and Huntington.com slash grace. It's never too late to set the stage for well-being. Here's your well-being tip of the day from YMCA of the North. Researchers have found that physical activity has a direct impact on our moods. People feel more content, more awake, and calmer after being physically active. Start with a low-intensity aerobic exercise. Even a short burst of 10 minutes of brisk walking increases our mental alertness, energy, and positivity. Get started on your exercise journey with a Y membership at ymcanorth.org forward slash membership. At Hy-Vee, we take pride of being part of the communities we serve. In 2021, we donated more than 14 million meals, and this year, we're committed to doing even more. For over 90 years, we've been the place that people turn in time of need, and we take that very seriously. That's why we're loading our semis full of food this week and making deliveries across the Midwest to help families this Easter. To join our effort, simply donate when you're at the checkout. Together, we can make a big difference for those in need. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at uhc.com. Plan benefits may vary. 